and L.J. Renee with What Does the Lord Say? This is Christian Talk Radio here to challenge the status quo. If you keep doing what you're doing, you'll keep getting what you're getting. But if you want to see a change, if you want a spiritual revolution, if you need a spiritual renewal, stay with us. We are here to inspire, to inform, and to challenge you to consider what does the Lord say regarding life's issues. Visit our website for information on how you can join us for morning prayer, sponsor this program, follow us on Twitter, or even like us on Facebook. We can be found at www.whatdoesthelordsay.com. Hey, LJ Renee, how's it going? Hey, it's going quite well. How about yourself? I am so grateful that we are almost at Friday because I needs me another weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sure enough is. It sure enough is. I got a, I got a, a game of pickleball in today, early today. Oh, praise God. I can't wait to to play with you because um I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good at this. Amen. We'll see. I'm pretty good. I'm just gonna say that. Anyway, I, well, no, I mean I believe you. I really do. I believe you. You've been playing a lot. I'd like to play more than I do play though, but uh, you know, I'd like a pickleball court out in the backyard. <laughs> you know what? I was thinking about that today. I was sure enough thinking about that today. Then I just have to bring. Then I just have to bring three people over all the time. It, it wouldn't be hard. It wouldn't be hard. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. Well, they got six or eight new courts opening about five, five or ten minutes away um, on September 11th. So looking forward to playing yes. all the new courts. I already rolled by and scoped them out. I'm like, okay, these look nice. There ain't enough parking spaces for those courts though. But, but I, but we'll be over there playing. Yes, buddy. But it's been too hot. I mean. To play outside, it's been like a scorcher. But so yeah, I I only play in the early morning and late evening when I play outside. Yeah, we've had. Um, they said today that we got. Well, it's gonna be like three more days of ninety plus degrees. So, um, you know, so it is. I don't complain. Well, you know, I'm in Hotlanta, so I'm not complaining. They said they uh, they may hit a hundred um in hotlanta so just stay indoors and turn on the air and we do pray god keep all those uh, all the elderly and those without air conditions keep them safe yeah in wherever they are just keep them safe and i I was so glad to hear that many of the schools are put you know have put air conditioning in the classrooms for some of the inner city schools over the summer because suburb schools always had air conditioning we need those inner city <laughs> schools to have air conditioned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, you know, I'd I'd love to uh you, I hate to say this, but um there was uh one person who used to always say when it'd be hot and people be complaining, you know, be in church, be fan, and they even imagine hear, what it is. It'll be hot. He said, But hell's gonna be hotter than this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like, listen, and that was the- I won't know. <laughs> I won't know. <laughs> I won't know. So, hey, you know, I was um, reading some scriptures and 
there was something that I thought I'd love to talk about today. I want to read from uh, I, I want to read from Exodus and from Genesis, so from the Old Testament. And there there's a few New Testament scriptures that we'll we'll sprinkle in as we continue the conversation. But I wanted to read from the Old Testament, and uh, I will read from uh, the verses in Exodus. If you want to pull up Genesis two seven. And then you can read Genesis 2-7 after I read these verses from Exodus um, 3, verses 13, I believe 13 and 14. And this is when God had called Moses to be the deliverer of the Israelites, and God is having conversation. Moses is having conversation with God. And you know how we have to negotiate. We feel like we got to negotiate with God and tell him stuff that he already knows. And Moses is, Moses is uh, you know, he really was trying to get out of doing doing it because most of us do that, though. We don't, God calls us to do something that if it were easy, we wouldn't need God. So it's never easy. And we have to, It's it normally requires a, a stretch of faith uh, from us. And so Moses is, you know, putting up all the reasons why he can't go and shouldn't go and not the best one to go. And then he says to God in verse 13, Moses said unto God, behold, when I come unto the children of Israel and shall say unto them, the God of your fathers have sent me unto you and they shall say to me, what is his name? What shall I say unto them? And God said unto Moses, I am that I am. And he said, thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, I am has sent me unto you. So God told Moses, that's what you say. Okay. And in Genesis 2, 7, the second chapter in the seventh verse, it says, and the Lord God formed the man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils, the breath of life and man became a living soul. Hallelujah. And and what I really wanted to, to just uh, talk about is the breath of life, the breath of life. I mean, when there is just so much we can unpack there, 20, the next 20 minutes will, we will barely have touched the surface of it, but God is uh, the great I am. And in the original Hebrew uh, translations, he, he was saying he, it's Yahweh, right? We and we'll talk about that that name when he says I am that I am in the, mm. the Yahweh. And uh he he's the one in Genesis who breathed into man the breath of life. And not until then, according to what you read, did man become a living soul. Yeah. So let, let's pray. Dear God, we thank you for being the great God of all gods, the great creator of the ends of the earth. We thank you that you are uh, the I am that I am, the great Yahweh, God, creator, Jehovah. Uh, we thank you today, God, that without you, we could do nothing. 
Father, we couldn't breathe without you. We can't survive without you. There would be no us without you. And we thank you that you, Father, are the giver of life, the sustainer of life. You, Father, own the breath we breathe. And with this breath, God, we offer unto you a praise of thanksgiving. We offer unto you a praise of gratitude, a praise of honor. You are worthy to be praised from the rising of the sun to the setting of the same. Our lips will part to give you praise. We thank you, God, for the breath of life. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 And so, you, you know, um, when you think about it, people people might people might debate if you're not a believer. People might debate, you know, if if God, how real is God, or is God real, and what can God do, and who God is. But the very truth of it is, L.J. Renee, you know, he said, "Let everything that has breath praise the Lord." Everything. He didn't say every believer, every Christian uh, right. person, every professed Christian, every person who loves me, every person who acknowledges, everything that breathes. If you inhale, exhale, that's you. Everything that has breath. And he didn't even say every man and woman that has breath. He said everything, every living creature that has breath, praise the Lord. And the reason why I believe that we owe him a praise if you're a living being is because that breath that you breathe, it came from him. It is his. And with it, when you breathe, you acknowledge him and you ought to say, thank you. That's why, you know, we shouldn't get upset as believers I don't watch them anymore, but I used to watch the award shows, you know, the Academy Awards, the, the, I, I don't know what all those award shows were, Emmys, Oscars, all that stuff. I used to watch that. I don't watch that anymore, but we shouldn't get upset if when the people get on there or when football players and basketball players win championships and they fall on their knee, bow their knee and give thanks to God. And you say, well, they live such a raggedy life. So what? The Bible said, let everything that has breath, not everything that lives holy, not everything that professes Christ, but everything that has breath ought to praise the Lord. So we should be grateful when we see uh, anyone with breath blessing God because they are fulfilling the, the very command of God. He Amen. wants that praise from every living creature. Amen. You know, think about this. He breathed the breath of life in us. Like you said, not only in believers, but in everybody, right? So that means that that part of him is in every one of us. And I believe that's the reason why when people are searching for something, they're really searching for God. I mean, to worship God because he is in us, in every one of us. He is in us the breath that we breathe is him that's within us he gave us the breath and in job 33 4 he said the spirit of god has made me and the breath of the almighty gives me life 
his breath is in us. And it doesn't, listen, it doesn't leave us until the day that we pass on. And like I was telling you before, that when a person passed, you know, when a baby is born, they, you know, they breathe in, they, they're receiving their breath. But when a person pass on, they exhale. And like you said, it's gone back to God. And so when you think about that, that magnificence of God, it is powerful that he is in every one of us. Whether you believe it or not, he is. And that's what people are longing for when they don't even know it, to worship God. Because Romans eight, you're absolutely right. Romans 8 and 19 says, for the earnest expectation of the, cre of the creature waiteth for the manifestation of the sons of God, for the creation waits with eager longing Jesus. for the revealing of the sons of God. You, you, you don't even know. Like you said, they don't even, I 100,000% believe that even when drug addicts are trying to get that fixed. They don't, they're longing for something that they'll never find in drugs. They're longing for God. You they're don't, for God. they just don't know what that, it's that earnest expectation that the, the whole earth groans for its creator and mankind. And what happens is that the enemy, the devil uh, tries to uh, confuse the heart of man. There is a thirst and an expectation in the soul of man. And it is for the God that created man. Jeez. But yes, the enemy is. tries to, uh, he tries to disguise that and confuse you and think that you want something that you don't want. Have you ever been like really thirsty or really, really hungry, and but you only wanted one thing and you think, mm -hmm. uh, I really am thirsty, but I don't want any, I don't want any water. Or I don't want any soda or I don't want any coffee or whatever it is. You only want one thing. And so sometimes people will put something else in front of you and you may drink it because you're thirsty, but it doesn't quench the thirst because you really want this one thing. Maybe it's water that you want. So coffee won't do it. Maybe it's coffee that you want and soda won't fix it. But you may drink the other thing, but the longing stays in there. I believe that there is an earnest longing in the souls of man for the God who created us. And when you go to try to get a fix in anything else, whether it's working, you might be a workaholic, it, you might be, it might be drugs, you might be a drug addict, it might be sex, you might be, you know, a nymphomaniac, whatever it is, you might try to satisfy that longing through various and diverse ways, but you will always have the longing because unless you fill it with God, because the longing is not for the things that you're trying to satisfy it with. And so as long as you keep trying to fill it with other things, that thirst, that hole will still be there. But oh, taste and see that uh, the Lord is good. And when you try him, you'll find that this is the longing your soul has been waiting for. Uh, listen, listen, you know, even what you're saying now in 1 Corinthians 15, 45, under this translation, it says, so also it is written. Listen to this. The first man, Adam, became a living soul. 
the last Adam, which is Jesus, became a life-giving spirit. Mm. Think about mm. that. The first one became a living he soul. He became a living soul because God breathed in him the breath of life. Bre the breath of life. The other became one became a life-giving spirit because he is the breath of life. <laughs> and he and it yes, he is. And and then think about this though. You know, because Adam sinned, we all fell into sin. But it's that second Adam that he gave that life, that life giving. I mean, gave, you know, he revitalized, he he redeemed us, you know. And I, I you know, and I read that it's like, my God, we you know, it's like it just comes alive. Um, you know, it just it just comes alive that God is a life giving, he is the creator. And he's a life-giving spirit. Life-giving. Now, life-giving, as I had said before, that when a baby comes into the world, the first thing he just, he grasps for the air. And you I, know, like if I he told doesn't, you. If he doesn't, you know what the, first of all, everybody holds their breath because they're like, he is going to breathe, isn't he? And the doctor will pat him on the back or the oh. side because they need that breath to come out. It's the breath that God breathed in you and then you exhale it out of you. But it is the breath that God put in you. God that God puts in you. And, you know, I saw the other day um, it was a YouTube um, uh, YouTube video and the baby was born and he wasn't breathing. And they massaged that child. I don't know how long. And finally he said, <gasps> And it was, it was, it, it was so powerful. It was like, you could actually see God. And, and it, it was just powerful just to see that, that, that baby start breathing. He had blood in him. You know, he had all those things that needed to, but he didn't have that breath. Mm. But when he did, when he reached girl, that thing, I could have shouted on that part because like I said, it was like you actually saw the breath of God, the breath of God. Uh, so, and, and purpose, I ordained you to live. And so, I, you know, when you think about that, the breath of life, it is, it comes from God. He and it's what he said, in you, wait a minute, he says, in you, what's that scripture? You live, I live and breathe and I have my being. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In him, we live, move, and have our being. Mm -hmm. He is the giver and the sustainer of our life. Life begins with him. And at the end of this life, if you have so made him your Lord and your Savior, then uh, to be absent from the body is to be mm. present again with God. And I say again, because we came from him and we're going to go back to him and we're going to live with him forevermore. And we rejoice. And when you were talking about that, that uh, watching that baby take its first breath. And we said uh, for this evening, we're talking about the breath of life. Well, when we read that scripture in Exodus 3, 13 and 14, when God called Moses and Moses said, Lord, if I go to the, uh, to the people and say, you know, that God 
is has sent me, the God of your fathers, they're going to say, what's his name? You know, because they they served, they served, they knew, they knew a few God names because they served a few pay. They were, they've been uh -huh, uh -huh. pagan society. And so there's a lot of gods. Which one sent you is what they want to know. And he said, he says, tell them that I am has sent you. In the original uh, Hebrew, in the Old Testament, uh, the name Yahweh is the name that they refer to God as. Now we call it Yahweh. We call him Yahweh because that's the best we can do. The name is Y-H-W-H. -H, and there is no proper pronunciation of those letters. No vowels. No vowels in those letters. So to make it easy upon us, we added a couple of vowels in there. We added an A between the Y and the first H, and we added an E after the second H. So we call him Yahweh, or after the second, uh, between the W and the second H. We, we call him Yahweh. But the truth of it is, LJ Renee, that his name is Y-H-W-H. It is not there is no pronunciation of his name in our English vernacular that makes sense. It sounds like when you read it, they say the way that you would pronounce those letters sounds like someone inhaling and exhaling. Sounds like oh. someone breathing. Isn't that what he gave us? The breath of life? I don't think there's no mistake or no uh, there's no error in the fact that his name had no vows. And I don't think that we probably should have added any vows either. His name. Well, he said that I, there's a name that no Jesus said. That no he said, man, a name. He, he's a name given that, him a name greater than any other name. No, there's, there's no name greater than his name. There is no, there's no other name whereby a man can be saved, but, but by, and, you know, and when you say it, the, the Y-H-W-H, right? You said it sounds like. It sounds like the, when you inhale the, 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 the symbols in the Hebrew uh, would sound like okay. inhaling and exhaling. That's the way they would pronounce the letters because it doesn't form a word without vowels. That's just the way we've made our language. But God is so he, he is he exceeds our uh, intellect and he he astounds and confounds our intellect his name is a name that we can't even enunciate with our english language except we try to add stuff to it and and fix it and and we got to massage it a little bit because he is so far beyond our ability to comprehend even his name, even his but you, name. But you know what, Twyla, in, in saying that, you said you, you, we cannot really comprehend it, but isn't that just like him? That's said, what I'm saying. He, he said, is so grandiose and magnificent. Yes, but he said that, you know, a king will search out a matter. You know, he, he reveals secrets and he may not even, you know, like... You, I know it happens to me, you know, like he'll speak a word and you'll say, but what does that mean? And then you begin to search it out and you find out that that word have, may have a different meaning and therefore the purpose of it is different. You understand what I'm saying? It's like, 
he puts something out there and you say, Lord, what is this? Well, the best thing you could ever do is to search that word out and find out what it is that he's trying to say. And so I can imagine with that word, because I'm even amazed by it as well, Twyla, because I would like to, you know how they have these little buttons on these um, apps that if you don't know how to pronounce anything, that you could hit it and then it gives you the right pronunciation. I mean, I would like to be able to hear that. Amen. And, and say, what? because when you're describing it to me, it, because you're right, because we have to put a vowel in it in order for it to make sense to us. In order for us to even be able to to, to even to pronounce, pronounce it. it. Even to pronounce the word. Because all of our English language rules, you gotta have vowels and stuff. And and you know, we we and it's okay, you know, we did the best we could with what we know, but our knowledge, his knowledge far exceeds our knowledge, and our knowledge pales in comparison to the greatness of our God. Man, you know this reminds just me. how great he has he, a name that we can't even name. Name, his name is so great. So, so oh when you I, think about it, uh Yahweh is like breathing. When you breathe, you are you are describing the name of God. So whether you're atheist, agnostic, believer, whether you are, uh, you know, Methodist, Episcopalian, Baptist, it doesn't matter. You can be a traditionalist. It does not matter. When you breathe and when you inhale and exhale, you are acknowledging Yahweh, the God of of the that created us, the great I am. Yes. So whether you like it or not, there's one thing you can do if you don't want to acknowledge him. Just hold Stop your breathing. Breath. Just hold your <laughs> breath. And, and there's a survival rule of threes that I learned when I did ski patrol. And it said that we can go three weeks without food. We can go three days without water. But you can't go nearly three minutes without breathing. You mm -hmm. hold your breath. And then you just protest him if you don't believe him. Hold your breath and see how long that lasts for you. I promise you that whether you like it or not, you are the creation of God. And when you breathe, you are acknowledging him. So, you know, I thought about this, LJ Renee, when I was looking at these scriptures. And, and I don't know, LJ, and I have to look at this some more, but you know, we quote it all the time that God has given him a name above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue confess. LJ Renee, you know, I've always thought that somewhere going to be later on and he's going to have everybody bow to him. I believe it already done happened. Oh, absolutely. I believe every time you breathe, you acknowledge his lordship. I Don't believe get every time you yeah. exhale and inhale, you are you are ascribing unto him the glory that is due him. Even the birds sing and acknowledge God. Everything that has breath acknowledges and praises oh, God willingly or unwillingly, knowingly or unknowingly, consciously or unconsciously. When you inhale and exhale, you are praising the Lord. You know what I said? I said, don't, you know, with this atheist, don't get mad now. Don't get mad. 
Don't get <laughs> crazy, God. Don't you you pray, you know, don't get mad. But listen, I was looking at this too, uh, in Acts 17, 25, and they only in this particular scene, they only started um at the 25th verse. So you really have to go up a little bit and see exactly what he's talking about. So it says this in Acts 17, starting at the 24th verse, and I'm reading it from the Passion Translation. It says, the true God is the creator of all things. He is the owner and Lord of the heavenly realm and the earthly realm, and he doesn't live in man-made temples. But listen to this. He supplies life and breath in all things to every living being. He doesn't lack a thing that we mortals could supply for him, for he has all things and everything he needs. Hmm. That remind me of the of the with uh what's his name hamby said if i was hungry i wouldn't have told you because mm, mm, mm. <laughs> you couldn't do a thing about it you can't do a thing about, <laughs> you can't do a thing about it but i'm the one that supplies life i'm the one that breathes in all things and every living living being now if he says that in all things then think about what well, you think about animals you think about you know come on everything that have breath even listen even the animals praise them everything they praise him more willingly that we're the only ones who try to with our stubborn will withhold the praise because we have a will but listen he said even the trees praise me he said even the mountains the heavens declare the glory of god everything everything that has breath praise me god Glory to God. And you know, the Hebrew word for spirit, breathe, or wind is called ruach. Um, and when the when the Bible talks about uh, in Genesis, Genesis is a great, wonderful book because it reveals some of the greatness of God that our mind can't even fathom, how he created all things. But when when the uh, earth was formless and desolate and empty and darkness was over the surface of the deep, the spirit or the Ruach of God was hovering over the surface of the water. And it was his spirit, his breath that was creating everything. He spoke and said, let there be. And there was with the breath and the, and the wind and the spirit of God, he spoke into existence things that did not previously exist and when he spoke it it happened just like he said and uh therefore that's why when god speaks because he's god whatever he speaks it happens just like he said because his words have creatorial power in them so when he breathed into us the breath of life there's two things that happened uh we became a living soul as you read but he put in us the uh, creatorial power that he gave to us some of himself. That's why he says we yep. then call uh, those things that are not as though they were. And that's why Jesus. he says he has given us dominion over the works of his hands. And that's why he said that we uh, move by the power of God and take authority over the works of the enemy because we have that God in us. Uh, we are not doing it 
as the scripture says, not by our own power and might, but it's by the spirit of God in us. So that same creatorial breath that uh, he breathed in us, that lives in us, that gives us a life day to day is that same power that we can operate in the kingdom of God. And that's why when we make declarations, we decree and, and declare things when we pray in the mornings and throughout our day, most likely. Um, declarations are what kings make in their kingdom. Mm -hmm. They decree things. They decree things. They they make decrees. And, and it is so in their kingdom. Where we are kings and priests in this kingdom, uh, you know, God has made us kings and priests. And when we decree things, he has given us the authority in this kingdom to decree and declare things and call those things that are not as though they were the same power that hovered over the void and darkness and created everything. He lives in us and he's given us that authority to, as we move in his spirit, to likewise speak over things and watch him. It's not us making it happen. It's us in agreement with God. God makes it happen as we walk by faith. It's the breath of life. All of that's embodied in the breath of life. So when you get up in the morning, just thank God for being alive. Just thank you Amen. for being alive. You might not, you might not take 20 minutes to, you know, read the scriptures and, and pray. It'd be good if you did, but you might not. But just thank him for being alive, right? When uh, you know, you you were talking about the the weather patterns and uh, when we started, there's bad weather, there's catastrophes and calamities and things happen in our life that are not favorable many times, but just thank him for being alive. Life is precious. And um, we just want to thank God for being alive today. The breath of life that moves in us, that he breathed in us, that we can't go we can't go three minutes without it. I need him every minute of every hour of every day. And I thank him for the breath of life. Amen. Amen. You want to pray as we, uh, I think as we conclude, just pray that we are ever mindful of that breath and the origination of that breath. And not just us, but every living being is mindful of the breath of life. I, they say there's no there's no atheists when they're on the deathbed, right? Because everybody's praying that you know. I hope I hope I was wrong about this thing because I hope there's something more beyond this life. So let's just pray that God give everyone the uh, remove the blinders from their eyes to see that He is the giver of life, and it's Him that they desire. Amen. Father, we just thank you for the message today. We just thank you, God, that you've given us a greater revelation of who you are just by talking about the breath of life, the beginning. Oh, Father God, that when you breathe the breath of life in us, we became a living being. And so, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we we thank you, Father, that it is you in us, oh God, but it's in you that, God, that we live, we breathe, and we have our being, Father, 
in the name of Jesus. So, Father, we just thank you today. We thank you for life. We thank you for strength. We thank you, Father God, that our uh, heart is open, Father, uh, to know even more about you. I pray that as we have, Lord, done this broadcast, that the people that are listening now and those who will listen afterwards, God, that they, oh, Father God, will give you honor and praise and glory for that which you have given. You have, you are the giver of life, oh, Father. You have placed your mark in us, God. And so, Father, we just thank you for your glory is resting upon us. We thank you for wisdom. We thank you for knowledge, Father. And we thank you for being God. You are the great I am. It is the things that we need, Father, you are our supplier. And we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Amen. This is the every This is the every tuning in this has been twyla southhall and lj renee with what does the lord say come visit us at www.whatdoesthelordsay.com we'd like you to join us for morning prayer follow us on twitter or like us on facebook even see how you can sponsor this show again it's www.whatdoesthelordsay.com <laughs>